This is a Zero Talent Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Zero Talent Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brentley Clay. Joining me today is Joe. Hello. Ray. What is up? And coming back is Ethan. Welcome back, you boy. Good to be here. Before we get too far into this, uh, I am going to take a second uh, just for a quick shout out from our sponsor, Audible. This podcast is brought to you by Audible. We have a special link at audibletrial.com slash zero talent. You can go to that and you get a free credit too if you're a Prime member. Uh, Good for any premium selection of titles that you would like. You get access to the Audible Plus catalog for podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals. For an entire month, you can listen to those all you want without needing any credits. And it sends a friendly little email reminder before your trial ends. In case you're not satisfied, you can cancel before you get charged. Uh, That being said, it is only $14.95 a month. And uh, every time your payment comes through, you get another credit for another uh, premium title. All right. So, you know, it's probably going to be another short episode. Not a lot has happened news wise. So it's mostly just going to be us kind of talking about what we've been up to, really. You know, I think those are honestly my favorites because I'd I'd be doing a lot of shit, you know. Same. I'd much rather talk about me than someone else. God, I know. So since Ethan wants to talk about himself, Joe, what have you been up to? That's about (laughs) right. Um... (laughs) Let's see. I uh I downloaded uh I've been watching a lot of like YouTubers play um like older Call of Duties and uh you basically just go in and like download this like I don't know, it's like a um, kind of like a modded program that like but it doesn't like give you cheats or anything. It kind of just like enhances the gaming experience of like older CODs. So like I went back and I've been playing uh Modern Warfare 2. And like you can like update like um some of the graphics to it and stuff, and there's like new guns and maps added to uh, map rotations and stuff. Wait, so like multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. I've been like going around and uh, rocking the intervention again. Been so much fun. Yeah, bro, send me the link. I'm Dude, I'll hit you up. Yeah, you just have to own the game on Steam. I'll make it happen. If you own the game on Steam, you, you literally just uh, put the files where they need to. It's very simple. You just link the file to it, actually, and then you just start it up. And hey, super if you can do it, I'll figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. Um, other than that, just been playing, been doing the ranked Apex grind, which has been terrible because Apex is in a terrible state right now. Um, and other than that, just my daily runs on my phone games. Nice. Let me see. I was trying to think of anything that I've watched here recently. Wait, as a reminder, which phone games? Um... Been playing a little bit of raid. Raid's got me down since I uh, had a terrible summon session on stuff that I'd saved up, so that was pretty unfortunate. Um, mainly Epic Seven. Uh, that's like the one I try to always do dailies on and playing it. And then the Disney Mirrorverse. Just trying to keep the clan going strong on that one, somewhat. I mean, we still got twenty people. It's just uh, I don't know how active everyone is in it. Yeah. Did I miss this? What's Disney Mirrorverse? It's a. I, it's a. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a 3v3 combat game where all the Disney characters got sent to like a parallel universe to where they're uh, like combat warriors. Huh. Fair enough. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. They like they like change how each of them look and like according to their class, they make them like give them weapons that 
or according to their class and stuff. But yeah, other than that, that's about it. Uh, so Ethan understands it's like melee ranged tank and support, like that kind of class. Yeah. Right, right. I didn't want to call it turn-based. It's almost like a turn-based game, just without the turn-based. <laughs> There's like Sleeping Beauty gets a bow and arrow, I think? Uh, no, yeah. ac- actually. Or, oh, wait, well. She's, she's not she's in, not in she? the game. No, but I, he was just giving an example, and it was like, yeah. Like oh, those okay, type of yeah. characters. Yeah. yeah. Like, Gaston comes in here like as a fighter, ready to whoop some ass. He actually gets a bow. He gets a crossbow. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. He also, uh, his character is wearing, like, a beast pelt. Anna from Frozen gets a stupid looking, like, a, a, a stupid cool looking sword. Looks so cool. But yeah, other than that, that's about all I've been up to. Alright, well, uh, I guess I, I made you wait a little bit. If you want to oh. go now, I'll... Oh, what? Sorry, I have, I have <laughs> one more it. thing. I have one, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I have one more thing. I was, this is the thing I was excited most to tell you guys about. Um, so I also I also play Roblox every now and then, like with uh, Haley's little brother, and we were looking for games to play on there yesterday, and I found this one. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it looked exactly like Phasmophobia. I was like, "Yo," and I was going through the pictures on. It, I was like, "This is almost exactly like Phasmophobia," and so I asked him if he wanted to play it because, like, we went on in like a like a horror game kick, and like we played a bunch of them. He's like, "Yeah, that sounds fun." So we played it, and I'm not even kidding. The monster in it was scarier than actual phasmophobia, like monsters, because they're usually (laughs) just ghosts. This one was like a full-blooded like entity, and it was like crazy looking. But uh, because like at one point it just starts throwing plates around the house, and then um, and then he just ran past me and straight up just killed uh her brother. I was like uh, I was like oh god. So then I just grabbed the stuff and left the house and I looked at the evidence book and I was like, I don't even know what this could be. And I just clicked, uh, I clicked one thing that I knew that didn't happen because I had the EMF and it didn't. So I just clicked that and I was like, I'm just going to go mayor. And I got it correct. Wow. So wow. you're better at the Roblox <laughs> version than our actual version. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll actually, I know the audience won't be able to send this, but I'm going to send the picture to our group chat. I was literally, because I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this. We never got any of the other ones right. And I sent it, and I was like, <laughs> no way I got that correct. I was like, that's the first time I've ever played this. Shoutouts to Robloxophobia. Yeah. Robloxophobia. <laughs> correct ghost. You only got $25 for that. Yeah, I know. God. I'm still upset we haven't got one right. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was baffled when it said correct. I was like, what? I, I would love to have another opportunity to get one right. So if you're listening right now and you want to see us get a Phasmophobia uh, correct pick, go watch our other Phasmophobias. Be sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> get as many people to watch it as you can. Yo, our next, I'm putting the Joe stamp on this. Our next Phasmophobia video, we're going to get one correct. See, I was just going for the shameless plug. You're, you're making promises. We're going to find out how worthwhile the Joe stamp is. We'll see how worthy a Joe stamp truly is after this. Yo, it's 100% correct. Wow, okay. I, it technically hasn't been wrong yet. Exactly, so. I'm O for O. For now. <laughs> <laughs> the if you're O for O, technically isn't that at a 0%? Nah, it's yeah, 100%. It no, it's oh, it's 100. a 0. No, nah, it's 100. 
Fuck it. I'm that might be your terms. Exactly. Hey, that's my boy. Oh, I already got the hot take right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got haters in here. I love to prove them wrong. Haters in the building. All right. Well, I guess unless there's anything else, uh, Ethan, you, you seem like you really want to talk uh, about yourself. Um, so, Ray, what, what have you been up to? You better make this good, Ray. You threw me off guard completely. I thought you were just going to let Ethan go. I'm throwing curveballs left and right, man. <laughs> well, me, only thing I have been up to is been playing Tarkov on the fresh-ish wipe. And, oh, buddy, do I remember why I love and hate this military sim. Because it's no longer an FPS, in all honesty. It's a true military sim. What makes you say that? I enjoy that game due to all of the realism in it. Uh, I, okay. I, I might be the only one here who hasn't played Tarkov. What what makes it uh, realistic? I'm just curious. All right, so they have almost every modern firearm and old firearm imaginable, and they have the calibers and the actual, like, correctly displayed and the bullet type. Like, there is 5.56 M855. That is a normal civilian round. I have, like, a box at my house. Now, in the game, those are common and easy to find. I can search and usually find some bullets for my gun. Well, when I go to like the more militaristic places, like a map called Reserve, I I can usually find it's called M856A1, and it's uh I use that and most of my guns when I get like middle of the white because it goes through body armor better. Okay, I was about to ask, like, is there is there a difference in the bullets, I, I, I'm assuming? Yeah, like, each one is, like, basically there's a chart that I have saved in my uh, Discord server that I, the people I play it with, and it tells you, like, what armor level it penetrates to. And if it can't penetrate armor, I have to destroy their armor before I can hurt them when I shoot them in the chest. But your shots will eventually destroy their armor. Yes. That's pretty dope. So no matter what you're using, destroys it, but some's better at also penetrating. Yeah, if I have a bullet that'll go through it, it'll do less damage to the armor, more damage to them. Nice. Okay, so that does sound pretty realistic. But my question for you is, say you have like a 30 round mag uh, with, you know, 50 reserve. I I know that that's low. Say you shoot like 10 shots. Do you lose the other 20 or does that get added to your reserve? Like if you try to reload early. I can already tell you that one. You're dead by the time you've already shot that because someone's third party <laughs> and a mile away and you're already dead. They know exactly. Well, that was at. an unexpected conclusion, but okay. Now, that that's that's how it stopped happens. a lot. That's that's stopped a lot now uh, because most people are going in there with two people and the solo people are like holding down for 10 minutes and then searching the map. Sorry. You got two people shooting at you. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that does happen constantly. I will say that. Uh, big kicker is you don't have like a reload method like that. What you have is a tactical rig that you have to put on if you're using an AR style weapon. And when you reload, you can double press R, throw the mag down on the ground, grab a fresh mag out of your rig and load it up. If you... And you lose the mag until you go back to the ground and find it and pick it back up. That's the I'm about to die reload. Uh, so essentially, yes, you do lose whatever's left in the mag unless you go back and pick it up. 
or you do a normal reload, which is slow. Like you take your time, you eject the mag, you put it in the tack rig, you grab the other mag and put it in. I see. Okay. And then to reload the mags, you actually have to bring up your inventory, have spare ammo and like sit there in your inventory and put the rounds into the magazine again. All right. So it does sound super realistic. I'll give you that. When you get, if you take fall damage, you break your leg, you have to put a fucking splint on your leg or you just walk at a fucking turtle pace. What's wrong with turtles, man? Turtles are actually kind of fast. Sounds like improved DayZ. It's, it's extremely complex. Something random. I saw just Brent with what you said. I saw a turtle like speed to the water the other day in a video. Motherfucker was fast, dude. They are fast. They're deceptive. I was dying because that thing was getting in. I saw a turtle out back the other day. It's, that's what made me think of it. But uh, then, like, if you get it, you get pain registers. Like, if you get shot in the arm, you have an effect pain. You take morphine and you inject yourself with morphine and you nullify that effect. Taking stimulants. See, that's 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 not realistic because I would never let myself be affected by pain. I'm too alpha. Exactly. No, he's right. I don't know. Having having rip rounds rip through your flesh, kind of painful. No, I've seen him in action. It wouldn't affect. Yeah, him. I've done that like six times. It's fine. What kind of action have you seen him in? That's the real question. Uh, in the bedroom. Nah, that's what I thought. All right, that's understandable. The points are valid, Ray. <laughs> oh God. No, it does sound sweet though, Ray. I didn't expect you to side with me on that. <laughs> I usually try not to. Uh, all the armor has levels too, like level one, level two, level three, goes all the way up to six. Uh, there's headphones. If you're not wearing headphones, I can tell you, you will not hear properly in that game. Sound whoring to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, you ha- it's so sound whoring, you have to put your own headset on in another game. Damn. Also, the game is so realistic that it's shit, just like real life. <laughs> I, I'm glad it got that part right. <laughs> oh, I will say, like, there's nights I, I just get so fucking mad I can't play it anymore. I just have to walk away. And then there's other nights when I'm like, last night was a good night. I had a, uh, I had four successful X-Fields as a PMC and, like, two as a SCAV. And, oh my god, I think one of them was like a 15 kill lobby. I killed like three real players, one group of raiders, which are like basically mini bosses. Like bots. Yeah. Don't don't let the bots fool you on that fucking game. So, just like okay, I I've never played either. Is it like a you you go in, get as much gear as you can, and try to like exfil kind of thing, or you go in and there's there's quests and there's gear that you can go for. A lot of it is I go for stuff to complete my quest in each raid. Like I get one to two items from that. I get gear that I will use and take that out. And everything you take out with you, you keep. And okay. anything you bring in, you could lose. So like every time I run an M4, I could lose it if I die. Okay, I, I gotcha. Fair enough. Sounds like a fun game. Although very frustrating. Yeah, sounds fun straighting. It's the high and lows, because when the highs are good, your heart's pumping, you fucking... It's just so nice knowing that you just took someone's shit from them and they'll never get it back. Sounds like sex. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, maybe not the way you guys do it, but you know. 
gonna have to take some uh, tips, I guess. No, literally, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Other than Tarkov, only thing I've done is look at PC parts and trying to figure out which case I'm gonna go with next. I think I know which one though. It's literally a debate because there's like a hundred dollar price difference. And when I changed the, when I looked at the uh, measurements of the cases, there is a one inch difference in the case and a hundred dollar, no, almost a hundred dollar price difference. I'd pay a hundred dollars for an extra inch. <laughs> nice. Also, Ray, you are definitely our resident uh, PC part expert. So you'll have to help us out when we have to go do stuff for our PC parts. As of right now, I'll say wait. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, Ray, other than, you know, Tarkov, PC parts, stuff like that, uh, anything else before we move on? Uh, that's, oh, uh, I got to season three of Stranger Things now, so. Oh, nice. Hey. <laughs> Almost time. We all have seen Stranger Things, correct? I'm fully caught up with uh, it. Up to what point? I've seen everything but the last season. I think I'm the only one that's seen the newest season then. I've seen all the new season. I was going to say, I also don't care about spoilers because uh, it's it's mid. It's not a spoiler. It's just a theory. I swear to God, this seems like someone's fucking actual D&D campaign of like, what would you do if you was in these scenarios? Because they're all a fucking thing from D&D. Everything. I saw a theory that like at the end, it was going to be like, uh, like a plot twist, like, oh, that was just their D&D campaign the whole time. None of it happened. It's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting from the show. Like, this this is too, like, D&D perfect. I, I don't want to mention it again, like, to come back to it, so I'll just say before we move on, and since we're talking about it, and I was planning to talk about it anyway, been watching Stranger Things, finished season four, and it's incredible. Best season of Stranger Things by far. And uh, I would die for Eddie Munson. Fair enough. Yo, facts. I've seen memes of him. I don't know which one that is. He's a new character in season four. Long hair, curly. Fuck. Uh, but I mean, it seemed like Ray was done. Uh, and you were talking about that, Ethan. If you would just like to take over. Oh, finally. Thank God. Give the people what they want. I thought about going uh, before you. But I mean, <laughs> that Stranger Things, it led right into you. So <laughs> yes. Thanks for I got the setup, you, Ethan. Ray. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh, other than finishing Stranger Things, uh, most of what I've been doing is uh, real life related. Coming back from vacation trip that I took, which is why I missed last podcast. Um, I went to Wrightsville Beach here in North Carolina. I don't know that beach. Uh, it's, um, I think, like a chiller Myrtle Beach. I mean, Myrtle's underwater. Last I checked. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. Well. Speaking of underwater, it did rain a lot of the time that I was there, but uh, we got a little bit of beaching in and uh, just ran around, had some fun. It's kind of like a weekend trip for us because the drive is only like two between two and two and a half hours. So that's nice. I, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, like I only had to do one vacation day for it off of work, so nice. Can't complain. And then other real life thing was we got a well, I, I haven't bought the house yet, but. We got an offer accepted on a house, so I've been dealing with that. Fun times. Yeah, it's it's fun, but I think me and Gracie almost came to blows today talking about paint and floor colors. So let let me hear what paint color you wanted, and let me tell you why you're wrong after that. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it was just several things. Like me and Gracie were both like going into the store, like, "Hey, 
we want a light floor, right? Um, that way we can have an easier time cleaning it and it's not going to show all the dirt. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both on board. And we get there and Gracie's like, every single floor she points out is really dark. I'm like, honey, <laughs> you know, we're trying to get light floors, right? She's like, I don't like any of those. I'm like, fuck. I'm uh, I'm really pleased with how it turned out at our place. We got like a, uh, it's like a gray wood that we put for our flooring. And uh, I used various shades of gray throughout most of the house other than the bedrooms those actually have color and i feel like it makes them like pop really well yeah i i'm a bigger fan of color than i think uh like we're probably gonna have some neutral tones in the main part of the house but like i'm all about greens and blues and hell oh, throw yeah. a red in i don't care no I'm, I'm with you i just uh the game room specifically i painted a dark gray just because uh I wanted it to be like a little cave where I just came and played my video games. Oh yeah. My office is going to be probably like a dark blue or a dark green or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was just a lot of going back and forth on that. But um, it's also, it's really funny not to, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but it's really funny that like you're a fan of colors and I'm a fan of shades of gray because I'm colorblind. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You are colorblind. Well, like, I don't know. Like I grew up, in mom and dad's house and like every single wall is like a light beige or a white yeah like every apartment i've ever lived in has just been apartment grade white so i'm kind of like i need i need some fucking color hey everywhere i've been has been like gray white too man hey (laughs) god damn it i don't know why that got me so bad (laughs) yeah you know what that's fair i'll just i'm not gonna win here so (laughs) no like Outside of real life things, you know, back to the fun things. Um, I, you know, it was AGDQ or sorry, SGDQs, summer games done quick over uh, the past, you know, week or so that I was out. So I watched a fair number of speed runs. Uh, always a big fan of the speed run community. So that was, that was really nice. And then I've just been playing Elden Ring. I finished yet another playthrough that took me about a little, a little less than 40 hours this time. And then, Shout outs to our YouTube channel. I just started a solo playthrough of Elden Ring as well. And we're putting I'm putting the highlights up for that. So that's been a fun time. Not putting up already up because I got the release date wrong. Yeah, it was released before I even knew it would be released. So that was a good time. You're welcome. I thought it was so good. I had to share it with the world. A day sooner. Yeah. Hey, why wait? Give the people what they want. You know what? This 24-hour early access is something that you could get every week if you subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, what's what's the link to that, Brent? Honestly, I don't know at this point. <laughs> 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 we have so many fucking links. Nice. It's Patreon and some form of zero talent. Look it's, it up. Uh, yeah. So, hold on. <laughs> we, we, we have so many different ones. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Make a really loud noise here for a nice little cut and edit. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's it's patreon.com slash zero talent productions. We have several different subscription tiers available. Uh so far nobody subscribes, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, well, we'll get there. That's the dream. If you would like to make our dream a real- reality, just go ahead and visit our Patreon. Exactly. Our first tier is literally just a pure support tier. <laughs> but anyway, that's me. That's all I've been doing. And before I go, uh I'm gonna go uh, grab me a drink real quick. I wow. was dying of thirst. I went and got me a drink and a cinnamon roll. I know. I heard Ray open his, and I, I wanted to get <laughs> one. 
<laughs> also, I'm allergic to cinnamon, so this is always my favorite part. Cinnamon's so mid, though. It, but it's like a forbidden fruit for me. I know I shouldn't eat it because my tongue goes numb after too much. Now, that's a hot take. Cinnamon is not mid. <laughs> Cinnamon's so good. So does that mean you're not an avid enjoyer of CTC? What's CTC? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I've been calling it that uh, ever since we watched, um, uh, what was, what was the movie with, like, James Franco and all of them? This is the end. Oh my god. Did they call it that in there? Yeah, that's all they referred to it as. I guess they didn't want to say the actual name. But no, they huh. showed the box. They just kept referring to it as CTC. I just thought it was funny. I never picked up on that, but I did think that that was... A fucking hilarious movie. It was a 10 out of 10 movie. I really don't stray from Honey Nut Cheerios. Now, Fruity Pebbles is where it's at. <laughs> He's got to keep that heart healthy. You're Fruity Pebbles. He's got to keep that heart healthy, boys. Listen, uh, I'm not a fan of Honey Nut Cheerios, but I get it. I mean, I, I like to eat some nut every now and then as well. Damn right. Well, what have you been into, Brent? I've really not been up to too much. I mean, I think I mentioned this last week. I've uh, been doing some interviews, setting up stuff for some jobs uh, in, you know, in real life. Obviously, this I'm not referring to games. And I was thinking, I'm like, Brent has, is now going to be making a game. It's called Finding a Job Simulator. Yeah, that would suck. That would that would be the simulator where you put out like 100 applications and hear back from one. Damn, that that's too close to home. And it says not enough experience. You need to be a 20-year-old with 40 years experience. Yeah, yeah. The one you hear back from is not even good. But hey, at least they answered. You feel like you're making some progress. Yeah, sorry. We need you to have 10 years experience in this program or language that's existed for five. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, yeah. So other than that, I've, uh, let's see. Me and Emily finished uh, Desperate Housewives. That was pretty cool. Uh, I called called the ending. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Was they all still desperate? <laughs> oh yeah, they were all still desperate. They were still housewives. It was it was a good show. Now I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you guys know this, but the listeners might not. I'm a sucker for like drama and stuff like that. Well, one of your favorite shows is like One Tree Hill, which is yeah. just straight up teen drama. Oh, 100 percent. I love it. I got a uh, I got a sweatshirt that's Keith Scott's Body Shop. Yeah, well, you know what? I got to go visit somewhere that they actually filmed it. So I was so jealous when you sent me that picture. Yeah, for those who don't know, Wrightsville Beach, uh, some of the areas in One Tree Hill were filmed there. I don't know if the whole thing was filmed in that area, Wilmington, but um, um, it was all filmed, you know, around that area. Okay, well, yeah, I got to visit there, and now Brent's really jealous. Yep, I didn't know, like, because I didn't see your text for a while, and I didn't want to mention it if you had already left. But I thought about being like, "Yo, grab me a T-shirt, and I'll pay you back." I didn't think about it, and all the T-shirts were like really ugly. Oh, okay. It's all like, I visited Wrightsville or Wilmington and I saw this place where so-and-so happened. Hell yeah, brother. Nah, nah, I wouldn't want that. But yeah, so other than that, um, typically, you know, like I said, we go back and forth. Desperate Housewives was her show. I picked Lucifer for her to watch. and uh, We've been going through that. We're on season two. I'm really excited for this one because I personally haven't finished it. Um, I think there's six seasons, and whenever I looked, I'd only watched seasons one through four. What? Yeah, so I I don't know what happened in five and six. Oh my god. I can't believe that you didn't finish it. I've somehow avoided spoilers, too. Fake fan alert. Hey, man. Do you even love Tom Ellis? I, I do love Tom Ellis. I can't wait for... I think it's like 
somewhere in season four where they go to a nudist colony and you see his butt. Ah, good times. Apparently, he only loves three seasons worth of him, not four and five, or five and six, whichever one you just said. I I do love Tom Ellis. I I think he's perfect for that character. And I also love for that that character. Yeah, he's not just perfect. Uh, Fair enough. But I also love that uh, all of the like singing and instruments that he plays like that's actually him. Yeah, dude's very talented. Oh, yeah. I forget. Did you see the musical episode? I don't recall a musical episode, so it must have been five or six. Oh, spoilers. (laughs) That's not that big of a spoiler. I love musical episodes, though. Oh, yeah, they go all out with it. It was weird as shit when Grey's Anatomy did one. It it was cringe in Grey's Anatomy because I don't think they meant it to be cringe, but they, they in Lucifer, they mean it to be cringe, which makes it great. Oh, yeah, I'm all for like uh, a parody and like satire and stuff like that. I, I, I dig that. But yeah, um, other than that, uh, I've been playing been playing Raid a lot. Uh, I've been grinding out some of the events that they have going on trying to get a legendary character uh from like getting shards of them and stuff i'm like halfway right now i haven't missed any of the events so i'm hoping i'll be able to get them so are you ever going to play a game that's not a mobile game again uh maybe uh i did actually play a game called house flipper where i got to (laughs) renovate a house (laughs) and try to like uh resell it and uh yeah I, i did that earlier today uh fully edited and it's it's ready to post uh, I gotta say, editing solo content is a fucking dream compared to editing something with all of you fuckers in it. Oh, it's so easy. I love that shit. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, check out our YouTube channel if you want to see me renovate a house. Uh, I may or may not post it on, you know, the right date, uh, but we'll see. I, for one, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really all I've been up to. Um, I, I'm just going to quit saying editing because it's you. it's just safe to assume that I'm doing that. I mean, yeah, that's that's all I've been up to. Uh, like I said, it's mostly just going to be this. I don't really feel too strongly about any of the news things that we got over the last week, so I'm probably not going to go into really any detail unless, Ethan, uh, you, you might want to talk about one of them. Oh, I just want to say rip to uh, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! who died. Yo, I actually saw that. I, I hadn't heard anything about it until I saw you put, put it in our uh, notes. Yeah, so the the manga artist for the original Yu-Gi-Oh who brought the game, and I'm a big card game player, so I've played like Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, all of them. Uh, He he died, and I was just like, oh, that's a shame. And that's about all I have to say about it, but, you know, it is quite a shame. Fair enough. Yo, Lollipop Chainsaw's getting a remake? Yeah, I I actually figured you would say something about that. I I forgot that that was one of the few games that you played that is single-player. No, I didn't play that game. I just saw a lot of people buy that game whenever I worked at GameStop. Oh, I, I could have swore we talked about you playing it one time, but... Nah. Probably try to talk him into it. Oh, probably. Uh, Lollipop Chainsaw is getting a remake. Uh, it's coming next year. However, it's... I don't know, it's kind of weird. They said that it's not going to have any of like the same music or like people working on it. It's really just like... The company that released it wants a remake and it's just a whole new group of people working on it so we'll see if it even has anything to do with the original or or how it goes but i guess that's a true remake when you fire everyone's like get the fuck out my game new people let's do it well um, apparently i never played it either i just for some reason i, I could have swore joe mentioning something about it but i i guess maybe we talked about it at gamestop or something because we did work there together um 
apparently one of the big things about it was like you could listen to music while you killed you know zombies as a uh, like cheerleader in crazy ways and some of the music was you know licensed stuff like what was popular at the time but that's not going to be the case it's all going to be uh you know just made up music for the game yeah that's big shrugs i like when companies are able to put like actual like licensed music in the game Exactly. It just feels fun to me. Like uh, GTA's like radio and stuff. Every yeah. now and then you'd get something. Get a banger every now and then. Yeah, I want to kill zombies to Ed Sheeran. I would do that. <laughs> I actually do have a piece of news that was not in the uh, talking section. Oh, okay. Um, so if anyone is interested in spoilers for the new Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 like remake, I guess what you call it, coming out. Uh, leakers have already been basically releasing bits and pieces of like the whole game. There's like 30 plus guns. It's already been confirmed. It's coming out for it and uh, a bunch of other stuff. So like if you're ever curious about some stuff, um, yeah, you could just look up what uh, people are leaking. That's sick. Why not? I saw something is like I think DMZ game mode. I thought it was supposed to come out whenever the game came out. I, I don't think it's coming out to 2023. Which is like the game with the like Tarkov. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, th- that that sounds pretty sweet, but like it's, you know, it is like a remake, so it's like how much could they really change? True. That's what like that's what the community's been talking about. Because like I watched someone on YouTube that like talks a lot about it, and like plays a lot of COD, and um, it's like what it's like. What do you do with a classic like Modern Warfare Two? Like, do you try to add new stuff and take some of the old stuff away, or just keep everything the same? Yeah, because bold of you if you start taking stuff out. Yeah, I know. It's not technically a remake of Modern Warfare 2, the original. You're right, they just sold the exact same name, characters, and everything else. It's following the storyline from the 2019 Modern Warfare, not the 20-whatever, 2007 release of Modern Warfare 2. Maybe they should just re-release the 2007-2008 Modern Warfare 2 and make everybody happy. They made a remastered. They just updated the graphics, threw it out for like 30 bucks or 20 bucks. It was also campaign only. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The part that no one really cared. I mean, eh, the campaign, I feel like a lot of people used to play... It more. Yeah, everyone played the campaign for Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, I, I think the Modern Warfare, like the OG yeah. ones, had the best Call of Duty campaigns. Yeah. The 2019 Modern Warfare was the first campaign I went back and played in the longest fucking time of Call of Duty histories. I think the last one was actually Ghost, was the last campaign I played. And I didn't even finish it, but it was just the last one I actually even touched. Mine was Advanced Warfare. That was actually a banger campaign. Probably Modern Warfare 2 for me. I don't know for me. Um, I, I think I played 2019s. And then before that, probably the last one that had a campaign, because I, I typically play them in every game. Shocker. Play a lot of shit games, though. Well, there's Thanks. achievements in them, so... Oh, yeah, I, I go for achievements, 100%. Uh, but, yeah, uh, other other than that, Ethan, I think you were getting ready to say uh, about this. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I guess since we've covered all the other pieces, might as well just give a quick mention the uh, cyberpunk anime so cyberpunk uh, edge runners they had the opening credits revealed and it features franz ferdinand and it's supposed to be released in september on netflix uh, with 10 episodes and i actually you know i'm cautiously optimistic because netflix typically does pretty well with their anime stuff like uh, castlevania for example you know if it's anything like that type of quality it ought to be really good oh for sure yeah 
I mean, I, I just hope that whenever it comes out, it doesn't have any glitches. See, that's the thing. You can't have <laughs> glitches if it's just an anime. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. The the, the first day servers crashed due to it. That's a lot development right there. There's nothing oh. wrong with that. Uh, speaking of uh, Netflix, it just reminded me either in four or five days, Resident Evil series. It's not animated, but it's a Netflix series that I guess they're going to do and follow oh, the yeah. game, maybe. I don't know. I hope. I, I saw that that was getting added. I forgot that that was even a thing. Wait, so it's like real people or? Yeah, like... it's real people. Oh, okay. And it's not like that one they released at like the beginning of July. Or not July, beginning of June. That was like animated. It's this one's like real acting, real life. I'm giving us some side eye, but I, I'm like I say, I'm not expecting a lot. I'm expecting nothing, so I can't have my hopes crushed. And yet somehow I'll expect nothing, and I'll get less than that. After that dog shit film, I'm, I have no faith in the cut in the series. <laughs> that shit was terrible. Also, before we do the uh, hot take, a another quick shout out to Netflix. I haven't seen it, but Uncharted is coming to Netflix here in just a couple days. Oh, Uncharted's fucking phenomenal. Uh, it's got my boy Tom Holland in it. We really should get a Netflix sponsorship with all these shout outs. I know, right? I'll work on it. I'm not even going to lie. Uncharted was by far one of the best movies I've seen this year. I feel like that doesn't set the bar too high, though. I don't. I can't think of a lot of really good movies I've watched that came out this year. Everything Everywhere All at Once is one of my favorite movies ever when it came out. I heard that was really good. Did Far From Home or like the newest Spider-Man come out this year? No, that was, was last, that last year. year? That was, was like December of last year. I heard Thor Love and Thunder is pretty good. Oh, that just started, didn't it? Uh, Yeah, like a week yeah. or so ago. Ooh. Joshua went to go see it. I'm going to go see it at AMC Theater in Columbus when I go on vacation. Uh, I'm going to see it as soon as possible, and the next time we get together to record, so the listeners know, uh, I'm going on vacation, so we're like bulk recording. So in like two weeks, we're we're going to come back together, and if we've all seen it, I would very much like to discuss Thor Love and Thunder. I probably won't see it, but you guys can discuss it. I, I, don't, I don't follow Marvel very closely. Oh yeah, we have our Marvel hater over here. Hey man, you can hate on Marvel all you want, but Thor is... Uh, I like Thor, and I enjoy various Marvel movies, but I'm not going to make an effort to see every Marvel content that comes out. I, I just don't care that much. That's fair. Uh, one thing really funny that I saw that happened before, I think it's Joe's turn for a hot take. I don't remember if he said he got one. Yeah, I got one. Okay, so uh, yeah, before that, Taika Waititi, the director for Thor, is also working on some Star Wars content. And he just straight up forgot Natalie Portman was in the previous. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, he went up to her and he was like, hey, would you ever want to be in a Star Wars movie? And she was like, I was in Star Wars. He's like, oh, yeah. I, I just thought that was so funny that he completely forgot about them. God, he's my hero. Uh, he actually wrote the character Korg and like plays him uh, like the I, I think that's the name of the rock guy. Uh, he was supposed to be a minor character. But since he's the director, he gets a final pass at the script after like it gets approved. <laughs> so it was originally a minor character. It got approved. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to give him a lot more lines now. I want to be in this movie with uh, fucking Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> oh, my, Again, my hero. He's he's awesome. I love hearing stuff about him. He's such a good director. Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh. 
last time I say this, I've said it like four times now. God dang. Yeah, but before we do the hot take, a quick shout out from our other sponsor, Anchor. All right, so I feel like I had, I had to search the brain for this one, but uh, it hit me whenever I was just like looking uh, at games. Um, I feel like maybe most of you are going to agree with me on this one, except Ethan, because I don't think he ever played it. But Paragon was hands down the best MOBA ever made. Does no cap mean that I agree? Can you stop trying to be a Gen Z? I agree I is what I'm trying to say. Okay, I was about to say, I don't... I, I don't know how to say it in whatever fucked up language that Joe speaks half the time, because he hangs out with an eight-year-old all the time. It would be no cap. Okay, yeah, no cap. That's what I feel like. I feel like there's just so much detail into the game, and the fact that it wasn't like a linear shooting path, that like the characters could literally jump on top of you, and you could look straight up and shoot. It was so much fun. Well... I mean, it was also well. Okay, I guess I guess technically, Smite is like a third person. Uh, Smiteism is a MOBA. Well, no, not that. Obviously, I know it's a MOBA. <laughs> I, I, I know it's a fucking MOBA. I just mean, uh, it's technically a third person perspective because it's got like the fixed camera and stuff. But I feel like Paragon just handled it a lot better. Oh yeah, like it felt like you had a lot more agency over the control of your character. Yeah, and it was also more like. I don't know, there was a lot more agility and also skill involved because it wasn't just like looking left and right and shooting down like a linear path. It was like looking up and down and like in the sky and like everything. Now, okay, Ethan, you've never played Paragon, but I'm going to try to help you to where you can make an opinion on this. Uh, I mean, I, already, I can already make an opinion on this, so I'll just wait. It's fine. Oh, shit. Okay, I think I know what it's going to be and I think I know why. But I am going to try to defend Paragon by saying... You did play Bulletstorm, right? Like the uh, weird shooter that the uh, the people who made Gears made. Dear God, don't compare no. it to that. That was hold on, shit. hold on, hold on. I, I didn't play it. Hear me out. I, I, okay, well, you didn't play it. Hold but... up, Bulletstorm was fun. I enjoyed the fuck out of that. It, it was. Oh, wait, fun, here's the real hot take. <laughs> it was fun, but uh, hold on. Before we get too far off topic, what I was gonna say was, imagine like. Because it was both epic, and then Paragon was also epic. Um, imagine if you like were in Gears of War, like you have that third person perspective, but like the movement of Bulletstorm, where it's a lot more like fast paced. You can kind of like jump around and do shit. Like imagine that in a MOBA. Yeah, I know like vaguely how it's set up, but that's yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just mm. Ray, where do you fall on this hot take? I enjoyed Paragon. It, it it was better than Smite. No, I, no question about that. That's not saying much. I, I'm never a fan of League or Dota. I didn't like either of those. I forgot Dota was a thing. Yeah. Everyone does. It's, it's still huge. Oh, I know. Unlike Paragon. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. I was <laughs> going to say, yeah, Populous did not enjoy it. But also, I feel like it came out at a bad time for itself. I don't think it came out at a bad time. I think Fortnite took off and just killed it is the biggest problem. That's why it came out at a bad time. If it would have been closer to the ass end of the Fortnite complex. Oh, yeah. If it would have come out now. Yeah. Which I'm still I'm still shooting for that remake. But as of now, there's still no MOBA that has gave me that feeling. As uh, as um, Paragon did. Okay, so Ethan, you're the only one who hasn't gave your reasoning, and I I think I know, but let's hear it. 
Well, one, the game's dead, so obviously can't be that great. But uh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like you guys might not enjoy it, and I have my reservations with it in terms of issues. But you know, like League of Legends, as well as you know, like Dota Two for that matter. And these are games that have had huge followings of tens of millions of people and huge events. I mean, probably some of the biggest esports events every year. Uh, it's I think it's still the most concurrently and active game played around the world because of the various MOBAs that I've played, League of Legends specifically is probably the best balanced and the most positively changing game that I have maybe that I've ever played. It's just so addictive I had to stop it. I know you did not just put League of Legends and balanced in the same sentence. Dude, when you compare it to other MOBAs, it's actually pretty balanced. I feel like Paragon was like extremely balanced. They were doing like updates on the game every other week. I feel like the only problem with it is not the biggest team was behind it because they kept taking more and more of the team away and putting them on um, Fortnite. And they couldn't, they didn't do as much advertisement with it because the game wasn't that old whenever it got dropped. It was maybe a year or so old. I will say before you continue, Ethan, having played Paragon, it was extremely balanced. And given how small of a team it was, they did put out updates as quick as could be expected. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sure that it wasn't a bad game, but I just think that, you know, I, this is partially flawed because, again, I didn't play Paragon, and now I'll never have the opportunity. But also, I just think historically, you know, you look at a game like League, and, you know, there's a reason that it keeps people coming back, and people play it for 10 years or more. Or, you know, it's still getting new people getting into it because it is such a huge and enjoyable game and it's so balanced and it does a really good job balancing, you know, 150 or however many champions they have and all the abilities and all the items. And is there really that many champions. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's like 135, 140, somewhere in there. Jesus Christ. There's a lot. It's not like Smite. I will give League that. Smite does a horrible job of balancing. You get a meta each season. You get a double S character. If you don't see that character used, you're cussing out whoever that is. Well, and part of the issue with Smite that I've learned from having recently started playing it some, you know, like, you look at mid lane. It's, other than a couple of exceptions, it's all mages, and they do very similar things overall. Whereas in League of Legends, you know, you got mid lane and you have a control mage or a, a long range mage, or you've got an eight like an attack damage assassin, or you've got, you know, a bruiser, or you know, it's it's much more varied. And no game of League of Legends feels the same from another game. That's that's what is so big about it. And I'll stop raving on it because I know this is about Paragon, but uh, as someone who hates League of Legends, I still think it's the best MOBA. Okay. With all that being said, does anyone have anything else to say before we deliver our final verdict? Go Paragon. I'm just saying if uh, Epic hadn't dropped the ball as be- as big as they did with Paragon, I feel like it could have had a it could have had a big chance as of like nowadays, especially with all the influx of like these Fortnite kids and like just everyone that's like noticed gaming because of Fortnite, they could have been um brought on to to Paragon and found it out. 
I don't. I don't think their pocketbooks are too upset as far as the Fortnite stuff is concerned. No, they they came out on top. I don't know. I feel like if they could have kept it, they maybe could have uh, like kept doing like as good of like balance adjustments and everything, like game adjustments that they were doing on it. That they were. I just feel like they could have actually had the potential esports like ready game. Yeah, it de- it definitely needed better advertisements too, like you said. Yeah. I never even saw an advertisement for it. But no, I didn't, I, I didn't know it existed until Joe just like told me one day. He was like, "Hey, check out this game." I was like, "Oh, okay." I randomly found it when I was looking up games, new games that came out. In my heart, I agree with you. From like a personal perspective, I, I do think Paragon is the best. But from a purely objective industry standpoint, I do have to give it to League saying that like it's lasted so long. And I, I didn't realize they had that many champions. Like keeping that balanced is a, a tough job. I get that. Yeah, and I'll say you can play any champion and do well with it and climb with it. And also Ethan's argument of using the same character in the same role just made me think of Paragon. Like if there wasn't a Gideon mid, you you pretty much knew you had mid lane. Oh damn. That they may have turned me against you too, Joe. Shit. Really just that though? I think it was the balance and that, right? Yeah, it, it's the fact of like that holds a good point true to every MOBA. And from what little bit, and I mean very little bit of league I've played. I did know, like, I wasn't trapped to a lane. If, like, I was getting, like, struggling with my character because I was playing with other people, they're like, our characters are like a split lane. We could do this lane or this lane with this character. If you start struggling, trade me out because you have a character that can do uh, lane A or lane B. And that that's actually really nice. Paragon was like that. I've literally switched out lanes with people. I mean, I, I feel like every Paragon match, though, it was like Gideon mid, Chimera jungle, uh, yeah. a couple intertwining for solo lane, like like two or three that you would see. Uh, not really. I mean, I, I played a stupid amount of matches for Paragon. I know I played it more than anyone. Oh, definitely. I wouldn't say that there was Gideon a lot that went to mid. Sometimes Gideon went as ADC role and went Hunter. Okay, I will say maybe that's exclusive to me because... You played Gideon a lot in mid whenever I played with you. I would play him. That's because I liked him, though. I didn't like a lot of the other mid characters. So I liked playing him as uh, a mid laner. I had my characters I like to play for specific lanes. Just because I played them there doesn't mean that... Because, like, if I had to, I could have switched, rotated over to uh, duo lane and helped one of them. That's what I tried to do if I had mid pushed up enough. Or if they were having trouble, I'd literally switch out the hunter or the ADC role for mid. Like, I would just go ADC roll with uh, Gideon because it was doable. As long as you had a good grasp of how, the, how to play the game, you could play damn near any character in any lane, as long as you know what to do. Because I would play Hunters and stuff in jungle. Yeah. I still feel like, in, like I said, in my heart, I agree with you. But objectively, from an industry standpoint, I, I think Ethan persuaded me. So, so, Brent, you think that it's your favorite. You just don't think it's the best. Yes, personally, it's my favorite. But I, I, I can't go out and say that it's the best i mean i want to make it because it's like i know the game got like canceled so i know it's i know it's like the best to me so i know it's like objectively like like my i'm biased towards it but i don't know i honestly believe the game could have been a top tier moba i'm in such a weird spot that's the thing maybe it could have been yeah i I also agree with you on that so maybe uh, maybe i could change how i worded it to say 
Paragon because uh, it can't be the best if it's not even existent. But I'll say Paragon could have been the best MOBA ever made. Okay, I can I can agree with that. It it had the potential. It just uh, it was taken down too early. Especially with like them becoming a hella AAA company. I mean, they kind of already were with like because they did Gears, right? Or they like helped. Yeah. So I mean, they were they they had like some games that were like pretty noticeable, but yeah, some some little game you you may have heard of it, Gears of War. Well, I mean, the game hella decreased after the third one. It got real trash. Well, that's true. That's true. But okay. Uh, we're we're going on a little long here. Um, to anyone listening, we we actually have a lot that we're going to try to record today. So I, I'm sorry to cut you off, uh, but I, I do think I do think we should deliver our final verdict. Okay. So the verdict on Paragon being potentially could have been the best MOBA ever. <laughs> I word it like that. Okay, worded like that. I agree with you. That's the most qualified statement I've ever heard. <laughs> no. I, I... I agree with Joe oh, on me... that specific way of learning it, yes. Motherfucker's wording shit to get his way. Hey, man. Well, I mean... The... I thought this was supposed to be a hot take. Well, I mean... Oh, shit. You're right. That is I'm, a I'm hot just take with worthy. It's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. We'll just go... We'll just cut that. We'll just go with the... Paragon is the best... Or was the best MOBA ever made. There we go. I'm a stick I'm to Ethan. yes. Okay. I'm with Ethan on that. Ethan, what uh, you 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 were against oh, I, it? Well, Joe, yeah, yeah, Joe, but Joe Change. I'm curious what you think, Brent. Everybody knows where I stand. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, uh, my final verdict is: as much as I hate to do this in my heart, I, I have to disagree. Damn, fake Paragon fans over here. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm I, I'm in the same standpoint as Brent. I, it's one of my favorite mobas. It's better than League and Smite in my mind, but. The populace said otherwise, and so did Epic Games. No, the populace didn't. Epic Games did. So on, on that note, uh, we, we will let Joe continue to fight this in the background after I end this recording. Yeah, nah, it's so good. <laughs> Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. We got videos going up every week. Uh, sometimes solo content, sometimes group content. You know, Be sure to check out our Patreon. We mentioned that earlier. Other than that, thank you all for listening. TTFN. Holla. Bye. Shout out to these two losers. It's not going to get carried in Paragon whenever it comes back out. Deuces. That was the Zero Talent Podcast.